welcome or welcome back to Students of Life with me, Taylor, your host. Happy to have you after my mini hiatus. Um, I mostly just got a little uninspired to record an episode. I would have like so many thoughts and then I would think, okay, I'm going to record tomorrow or I have time tonight and the thoughts would just vanish, which is just a pattern in my life. So yeah, and I think it's also a combination of having so much going on in my mind and not being able to narrow it down into words and actually get them out of my brain. So yeah, it's been a lot and yeah, there's just been a lot going on, a lot of good stuff, um, but just, yeah, a lot, so it's been a little crazy in my brain, but I hope you guys are doing well. Today I have a really fun, lighthearted episode planned, because I think I was talking a lot about maybe a bit, a bit harder topics, um, with a lot of hope in them, but a lot of kind of dealing with issues in your life, because I think I was dealing with a lot of issues, but I'm just gonna, I have so much going on in my brain and I want to articulate it maybe in next week's episode because I'm going to pre-record because I'm going away um, for a bit. So yeah, today I'm going to be chatting a little bit about traveling and taking the leap and traveling at 18, which is what I did. And some stories... I might share a few stories of my travels and also talk about hostel life because that's mainly what I did and I have some fun stories and just advice um, and my experiences in hostel life as well. So yeah, I thought I'd just be a bit more lighthearted, um, feel good, something that you can just listen to on your walk and not have to think about all your life problems. So yeah, I will, um, like always, share something that I've been learning. I have a quote and a poem-ish excerpt that I wrote after meditation today. What I've been learning, um, I've been doing a lot of hands-on things. The car saga is basically finished, just canceling my old insurance, but I, so I got my car, there's a lot of, I might talk about this in a future episode, but like you think oh you just bought a car like that's actually a privilege but I think as a girl like as a young woman who doesn't know a lot about cars cars just like even just getting my oil change is so intimidating because I always feel like I'm gonna get taken advantage of um and same with car shopping like I was trying to buy just from someone just like an individual person but I really wanted something reliable because I don't think I'm going to have this car for super long. And I want to make sure I can sell it for um, close enough for what I bought it for. So I went to a, a car, a used car from a dealership. And I was so nervous I, that they were just going to sell me something that maybe wasn't what I wanted. Or was more expensive than what individual people are selling them for. But I think I got really lucky with the salesman I got. He's like so... I guess they're all kind, and I know he's a salesman, so I definitely kept that in mind, but, like, he was a lot older, and he said he has a daughter around my age, and he'd give him free gas, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so anyways, um, that was a huge accomplishment, and uh, I learned to buy my, a car by myself, I guess, and I also made the bed for my car, and I don't know why I'm clapping, <laughs> clapping for myself, um, 
I made the bed in my car, so I started it by myself. I got the wood cut at Home Depot, put some of the hinges on, which I ended up having to redo anyways. But I started the bed, and then the one of the, the parent I nanny for um, is a carpenter, so they helped me make the bed. I went over this past weekend, and I am so grateful. Like, I don't know what I would have done without them. Like, they have all the tools, like, they cut wood for me for the legs and help me a little bit with the design because I think I, I didn't mess up, but I think I was following someone else's design and didn't really take into consideration that theirs might be a little bit different than mine um, for what they need and the size of their vehicle. So, yeah, I am so grateful for them, and I was drilling and... Um, I don't know what the thing is called, but uh, it almost looked like it was polishing it, but it was like cut like really, um, a really short amount with like a circle thing. I don't remember what it was called, but I did that. And yeah, I did a bunch of stuff and it, I was actually there for five and a half hours. Yeah, naive, naive me thought it would take two hours. So yeah, I'm so happy. So I learned how to build a bed, which is pretty cool. And I'm also now making curtains. So, yeah, a lot of hands-on things for me. So, it's kind of what I've been learning and spending a lot of my free time on. And I've also just finished, well, I started and finished reading Siddhartha by Herman Hess. Um, Siddhartha, yeah, Siddhartha. Very good book. It's a very important spiritual novel that a lot of people read. I talked to one of the yoga teachers um, at the studio I volunteer at, and she saw I was reading Siddhartha, and she was like, I read that in high school, like, it's one of the first kind of spiritual novels she read, and it, well, it's, it's pretty thin, it's like 150 pages, and it's the story of Siddhartha, and it's really cool, it talks about, um, I can't even explain it, because I think I'm gonna get it wrong, but... I think what I got out of it, um, it also was like the story of the Buddha, but what I got out of it is I feel like he was trying to reach like transcendence and then he kind of like a lot of people went to follow the Buddha and he was like, no, I'm going to like learn on my own and blah, blah, blah. And he reaches like, I don't know, he's trying to like completely lose himself and then he ends up um, giving in to desire and passion and gaining riches and gambling and found a lover. And then he goes back to the simple things and his, he meets his friend um, along the way as he's young and then as he's like in his 50s. And yeah, other people can probably explain it better than me, but... Uh, I really liked it, and I have a quote in here that I just really enjoyed. It's t more towards the end of the book, but it says, I reviewed my life, and it was also a river, and Siddhartha the boy, Siddhartha the mature man, and Siddhartha the old man were only separated by shadows, not through reality. And I think it was really cool. Um, he was talking about learning a lot from the river, um, mostly from the fairy man, and he was seeing his parts of his life not as separate but all as together he talked about how he kind of returned to being like his young self and yeah it just it's a really beautiful book and i think it's definitely a bit not heavy but i don't know i find that there's some parts i maybe didn't 
fully absorb so I definitely will probably read this again maybe in a year or something and gain some new information yeah and then I also had a really good meditation this morning and a lot just poured out of me I don't know if it was um transmissions or if it was just my creativity but I thought I would read it to you um because I think it's just really relevant and I might talk about this next episode so maybe I should save it for then I'll share it now, because why not? Um, okay. I have everything on my mind and nothing on my mind. I want to talk about everything I've ever seen, heard, and experienced, and I want to sit in silence, absorbing the wisdom and experiences of the divine. I'm learning to find content in the in-between, as I always found myself wanting to be one or the other. I wanted to be fully one thing, because I found confusion always floating in the middle. I'm learning to sit and meditate in this middle place, in between the loud and the quiet, the strong and the gentle, the slow and the busy, the calm and the chaos. I am how I am. No identity or box can define my being. You see, I am a bit of everything, a bit of loud, a bit of calm, a bit of chaos, a bit of wild. I am infinite possibilities. I am everything and nothing. I am you and me. I'll always be somewhere in between. Yeah, this is kind of the poem I wrote. Or it it is the poem I wrote. And I just really resonated with it. It's just kind of what poured out of me. How I've been feeling a lot. And a huge theme in my life. And I'm definitely feeling very anxious today and yesterday. So... That's just a little bit of me, a piece of me to you. I think now we're going to get into some my travels. Um, yeah, I, I will. If you find this stuff interesting, I think the next episode I will dive into more of this kind of stuff. Intellectual, um, about maybe but more about fears and also freedom. Those have been some themes as well. Um, but today, I've been stressing about filming this episode all day and we're just doing it now so before let's just take a couple deep breaths together you know the drill you can close your eyes if you want um taking inhales of four or five through the nose and then exhaling out of the mouth so when you're ready you can take a deep inhale and exhale Inhale for four. And exhale. Feeling peace in your heart. Feeling yourself slow down. And becoming calm and collected. Alright. Hopefully you feel you feel the zen like I do. I'm drinking calm tea, so hopefully you feel the energy as well. So traveling, um, I think as things start to, depending on where you are in the world, as things are kind of opening up from COVID again, you know, it's the time people are starting to maybe plan some trips um, that they've been wanting to take, maybe some that got postponed during COVID or um, maybe you had plans like I did and didn't book anything but have kind of been waiting um, to take off again. I personally am not planning a trip at the moment as I am in school 
I am trying to find some roots again and not try to run away at the moment. Not in 2021 and probably maybe not in 2022. We will see. Maybe just some smaller, smaller adventures. So we will, we will see what happens. But yeah, this could be a time for you to plan, um, get inspired about a trip you want to do. Maybe you want to become a nomad or, you know, branch off on your own. Maybe you're a recent graduate or will be graduating this coming year and want to take a gap year or just want to take a gap year in general. Yeah, some inspiration for you. I took a gap year right after high school. I went to Australia for six months and I did a working holiday. So I got a working visa and I worked in Sydney for three and a half months and then I traveled the rest. Mostly went um, on the east coast. So I went from Cairns all the way through Melbourne and I also went to Tasmania. So I, yeah, I've also done some other travels, but I think that was my main one and the main one I'm going to talk about today. A lot of the other ones I've done either with family or with, or I went to see family or I went to see friends. So the friends one I think was after Australia, the summer after, and I was in Spain and Germany seeing friends that I met traveling as well as one of my best friends who was an exchange student at my school, in high school. But Australia, um, I knew I wanted to take a gap year, like, I don't know, since middle school, I just knew I always wanted to. Um, I did also have the dream of like having the traditional university experience, but like after my gap year. So I was always, I don't know, I've always had like a gypsy spirit, I guess. I've always been a dreamer, just wanted to go and do things, and I found, I think I talked about this a bit in my intro episode, I'm not 100% sure, but I found the company I did the working visa through at a, like, study abroad fair um, at Canada Place, which was pretty cool, and yeah, the company really just reassured me with everything and really helped me. But you definitely don't need to do it with an organization to do it. You really just need a working visa, travel insurance, a plane ticket, <laughs> and then bug hostel. And that's really all you need, I think. Oh, and um, if you're staying there for a long time, then a debit card or a bank card. It's pretty simple actually I was just so nervous and I was so excited but so so nervous and I did mention this in my first episode I believe that I almost regretted going and now I do not it was literally the most life-changing experience I faced a lot of fears and was confronted with myself a lot I was experiencing like the first taste of adulthood which is really scary so it was the experience of, one, just traveling by myself for a long period of time for the first time. Um, so I'd only been away from my family maybe for like, I think, two week max. So that was a lot. And then also experiencing, like just traveling alone for anyone of any age for the first time is a lot. And then I was also experiencing adulthood for the first time. And 
it was scary and yeah I'm just really blessed of all for all the people I met because I don't know what I would have done without them and I think one thing with traveling is one of the most important parts is definitely the people you meet putting yourself out there is so important because I think the people can really make or okay I won't say make or break but they can really make your trip I remember being in some places on the east coast and it's when I went to branch out on my own so I was I was mostly traveling on my own and then I met up with a couple people just passing by on the way but I was traveling by Greyhound by myself and there's some places I was in the most beautiful places and but sometimes I was just like by myself and I think I was still figuring out how to enjoy being by myself more and I also wasn't as much tapped into my spirituality as I am right now. So that is also maybe a difference um, for me. But I was in some of those beautiful places. And I was like, sometimes I just wasn't having as good of a time as I was in my normal routine in Sydney. Not doing anything special a lot of the times. But I was like loving my life. So yeah, that can kind of be the difference. Um... And I'll chat about that in a sec. Um, I guess I'll dive into my first story of how I kind of met my friend group, which happened, I think, I got there on like Tuesday or Wednesday, and I think it happened almost a week after I got there. Um, I think, yeah, just less than a week. I was at Original Backpackers in Sydney. Um, It's not the nicest hostel, but we did have such a good community there. In King's Cross, right by the train, across from King's Cross Hotel, which is where we partied a lot. It was, yeah, a really interesting experience. Um, but I met this girl, uh, most of my friends were German, well, like a lot of them in this group anyways. I met this German girl and I, she was just eating and I went to the kitchen to eat as well. And you, like, I just asked her, well, I don't know if she asked me first, but I think I just asked her, like, where, hey, like, where are you from? I'm from Canada. And then she goes, I'm from Germany. And then, oh, when did you get here? And that's how you start conversations in hostels. It's, it's not weird at all because everyone's in the same boat. Um, even if someone's been in the hostel for a week or for five months, it doesn't matter. Everyone's a traveler and for the most part. So you're all kind of in the same boat. And so it's so easy to meet people because saying just talking to someone be like hey where are you from or hey what's your name it's not awkward it really isn't so that's kind of how I met a lot of people mostly in the kitchen the kitchen is like a good place to meet people which is kind of weird but it's a good place to meet people so I met I met my friend Sandra and then I met her friends so next time I went to the kitchen I saw her with some of her friends and I just went to sit with her because I had no other friends really and then I met her friends and then some of them became my best friends and we had a group and I don't know what it is but people are just or the people I've encountered anyways in hostels are just so kind and they'll know you for five minutes and then they'll invite you to things um like they invited me to go to the beach with them and I didn't know them really well and my first roommate actually then after a few days I was there I had to change rooms and I think I mentioned this in the intro episode as well but her 
and her friend, I don't know if she was sitting in the hostel, but her and her friend were um, going out to um, a bar that their friend worked at, and I had just met them like two hours ago, and they were like, want to come? And I had, I was very miserable, I almost regretted going um, to Australia, and I was like, yes, I want to come. And I ended up going out with them a lot that weekend. Um, A lot of fun stuff happened. But that's kind of when I realized, like, I just need to say yes to a lot and put myself out there. And it won't be as miserable as I thought. So those are kind of the beginning relationships I made. There's so many small stories um, and memories I have from my time at Originals. It was truly a unique experience that I honestly will remember for the rest of my life just because of all the people I met and some of the stories are not going to be as funny because they're kind of like you have to be there or they're only really funny if you understand the the background of things but one funny story that (laughs) me and my friend um she's brought up a couple times when we facetimed but she, we laugh about it all the time, and so I'm blonde and fair, and I had a lot of, my guess my main friend group, a lot of them were German, and most of them were also blonde or brunette, um, and fair, and they all spoke really pretty good English, um, or not pretty good, they spoke really good English, and so we'd be out, and people would just know that they're German, so people would think I'm German, or I'd be with them, and the people would just think we're all German. So I, one, there's two, I guess, two kind of versions to the story. So the first one is I was in our room. All my friends, we lived in the same room. It was so good. And then my friend Rebecca comes home from work. She worked at a restaurant, so it's like 10 p.m. or something. I'm in the room. She comes in, and she starts talking to me, I think telling me, something that happened at work and she's just speaking German at me for about I swear 40 seconds and I'm just looking at her and she'll she'll do this she'll like be like she'll make the face um even now when we chat about it and she's like you looked like you were so scared which I probably was I was probably like am I in a dream like what is happening and I just stared at her for so long and she was like thought something was wrong with me and then she's like oh my god I'm speaking German and the funny thing is she's not the only one who did that um another guy who kind who also worked at the hostel so a lot of travelers will actually work at the hostels as well I only really met him through my friend Rebecca and we hung out with um him and a couple other German guys but also a French guy and whenever we were all together, we did some day trips together. Um, the French guys were always there as well. So we were all speaking English um, when we were all together. And he actually thought I was German. And so I came home from work one night and he was cleaning the, um, the kitchen area because um, he was on shift. And I waved to him like, hey, and he started speaking to me in German. And I just looked at him. And he kept speaking to me in German. And I was like, I'm not German. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I thought you were just really quiet. So yeah, that was a story of my life. A lot of people thought I was German um, or American. So 
And there you go. Um, <laughs> it's, honestly, you're probably not laughing, but it was so funny and yeah, just one of the silly things. I guess I'll just chat a little bit, a tiny bit more about hostel life. Um, maybe you've never stayed in a hostel before, but hostels can be very awesome or also kind of gross. I've heard some horror stories about hostels. You know, they're probably very rare. So I would say don't focus too much on those if you are, if you've never stayed in a hostel and you're thinking about it on your travels. It will rarely happen. Um, hostels for the most part I've had pretty good experiences there is one experience which um <laughs> uh, you maybe guess what it is because you're sharing a room with other adults um some who may be in romantic encounters um so yeah I'll let you piece that together as you will but um yeah essentially I had breakfast very early that day as I rushed out of the room but I <laughs> Um, for the most part, I've had really good hostel experiences. I am very blessed that I, well, I stayed at a hostel for three and a half months. I stayed in the same one at Originals, and I was very blessed that I'd say after my month of living there, I moved into the eight-bedroom room with, um, my friends. So it was just us friends. I think there was occasionally one or two beds open, and then you'd have the odd person who'd maybe come in for a few days or whatever, just passing by. And most of the time, um, they were really great. And we had some new friends join kind of our crew for a while, which was super fun. It was just a great experience. It almost felt like a dorm room in a way. So I was, I think I just got very lucky, um, with my group of gals and also, yeah, there was just a really good crew there. Our lifestyle there, mostly, I don't know, I had a part-time job at Luna Park. So I worked at the amusement park. Did worked in, like, food and beverage. Also worked some concerts. I worked at a Bastille concert, which was an amazing experience. I also um, worked at a New Year's thing that had a concert, and I saw the Veronica's. So that was awesome. Um, yeah, I worked for a time. I went out a lot. Um, we also had nights in. We played board games. We'd have drinks on our balcony. Um, we drank a lot. <laughs> and then towards the end, more so like December, January, we really prioritized going on more day trips. We took the train a lot. Um, the train goes to the Blue Mountains, which I thought was pretty crazy. Yeah, a really good train system there. A lot of beach days as I was there for summer. Honestly, my life in Sydney was just very relaxed. Very chill, but just... I, t- I mentioned this before. This might have just been in a video I've recorded for myself. But I think in Sydney... I cried once and it wasn't even like a big cry it was just kind of I think it was um about I was in kind of in between jobs and that was stressing me out a little bit but besides that like I was so genuinely happy yet I was in the worst shape of my life I was not doing a lot of the mindful practices I do now um I was away from my family I was I guess in that in-between state a lot 
but I was so genuinely happy and I don't know what it was I think it's because everything was so new so that's one factor and everything was just so simple and I guess that's maybe the beauty of backpacking is your life is just so simple you're eating simply you're obviously living on a budget you're figuring things out you're trying new things you're just living to enjoy and to experience and i think that's how maybe like i think we should adapt more of a backpack mindset in our normal lives um so that's some food for thought right there but i was just so genuinely happy and i remember a lot of talks on our balcony where i would just look at the sunset and be like wow I don't know how I'm so happy right now. Like, I don't. Because all these other things are kind of out of whack. And normally, when those are out of whack, that will affect your happiness. Uh, Yeah, I just... I think it was the simplicity and the community around me that really, I don't know, kept me going. And it is those simple moments that really make life just so rich. Like, talks with new people or even with friends at lunch or breakfast or dinner that just like make you laugh or you have really deep connections um spontaneous beach trips um I remember going Christmas shopping with my friend at Kmart um you know we're on budgets we (laughs) we're keeping it minimal and I was like putting on this crazy animal head and we're just like laughing at Kmart I remember walking um, along the botanical gardens on like one side of it, jumping through these statues, and I ended up getting cut on my leg, and it felt like nothing. And then when I got back to the hostel, it was like a huge cut, just because I was jumping through statues. I don't know. It was just a lot of fun memories that I'll just never forget. And I think. It's one of the reasons why I encourage people to go traveling, go backpacking, you know, when you're however old you are, but especially when you're young, it's, it will just be so random and so unexpected, but you'll have the best experiences that you never imagined you would have. And I'm talking about these funny small things when I also went to the Sundays and Fraser Island and I went to different touristy places in Sydney and they were amazing don't get me wrong and I'm so lucky to have been able to experience them and there's so many other stories um with those as well but I truly think it's the simple moments and the people that truly make the experience I did say I was gonna tell stories so I think I would tell another one from our Tasmania trip. I went to Tasmania with three of my friends, all German. We all met in Sydney. The three girls actually met before me and then I arrived. Briefly met two of them, became best friends with Rebecca, and then we just ended up all going to Tasmania together from Melbourne. So we did not, so we knew we were on a road trip around Tasmania, but we did not book anything. We didn't know how we were going to do it. We wanted to rent like a camper or there's some people who would just rent a car and then tent it. But 
Tasmania is not like the rest of Australia. It gets a lot colder and a lot more rain. Like, it would get down to, like, 9 degrees, and this was in Australia summer. So we had no clue what we were going to do, and we did find a place that rents um, campers and vans and cars and stuff like that called, oh my god, what's it called? Something Camper? I don't remember. I'll, I'll write in the description. But they rent to um, people under 25 or eight, 18 and up because we were all under 25. I think our oldest was 21. 21? Is she 21? Yeah, 21. And I think maybe it's under 21 there or over 21. But anyways, so this place rented to all of us. And I was somehow able to be the primary driver or renter um, because I was the only one with a visa, apparently, with my N, which I thought was kind of weird. But anyways, we, yeah, the day we flew to Tasmania from Melbourne, did not know what car we were going to get or whatever, ended up getting a, a car with a rooftop tent. It was a really crazy looking car and on the front of it, it said lipstick on my lipstick on my dipstick I think is what it said so yeah crazy car had a rooftop tent so how are we gonna fit four girls in the tent um we did not know we we did it the first night it was terrible so we ended up doing three girls in the tent one girl in the car every night so we alternated um the person in the car would just like sleep in the front seat and like recline it all the way and that was our setup for I think we were there for two weeks or ten days just road tripping around and it was the best experience ever a lot of you know there was some bickering there was some you know some tension on the way but overall I think whenever we get into tension or fights the nature around us like, we just realized how grateful we were, and it would just all fade away and realize how silly we were being. Yeah, we went to a lot of national parks. We found campsites. We found, like, not really campsites. And we, um, one time, I think it was more towards the end, we were driving through a national park, and we had, um, Rebecca found a campsite on, I think we are using Wiki, Wiki Camps. Um, it's a place you can find free campsites, day use areas, all the things, and we found a free campsite, um, so Rebecca was leading us there. We started going down a really bumpy pothole rope, and then she reads the description of the, of the thing, and it says that you can only walk to the campsite, that you have to park and walk, and we're like, well, we have to sleep in our car, and it's, it was starting to get dark, and we're like, we don't know where we're going to sleep. So we ended up just parking in the middle of the forest, um, scared as shit, because there is a lot of wild things in Tasmania. It's very wild. The biggest towns, or cities as they call them, are like, I'm doing like quotation marks with my fingers, are like small towns. So, well, I guess Hobart's not a there's there's some shops and stuff, but it's pretty small. So we're in the middle of the forest. It was actually a very cool experience. I have pictures of me um, in the morning. We have like this mini like stove top thing. And I'm just like sitting on the dirt 
making, what were they making? I think oats. And we looked rough, but it was like, it was so good. And we were scared. I think we did two in the, two in the car, two in the tent, just because we were so, so scared. I think Tasmania, like traveling in general, but Tasmania especially, just like taught me really how to roll with the punches and go with the flow. Really just roll with things and your plans are going to fall apart all a lot a lot of the time actually but they're also going to lead up to better experiences and things that you never expected you would do and thought you would do like there's definitely things that happen that like if you told me this before like this is how it's gonna go I'd probably be like oh that's how it's gonna go but now I I wouldn't take away anything Um, I would not trade anything for the world at all yeah i feel, I really hope these stories aren't boring for me they're like so interesting and then i say them out loud and i'm like i think you have to be there i really think you had to be there um i i think i'll end off with a story from the east coast maybe something a bit more fun a bit more wild um we'll do two one silly one um was just when I was on where was I actually I'll, I'll share a couple just a couple quick ones mostly the magic of again really loose flexible plans and coincidences and these stories just make me feel really good and very blessed um to be in the situation that I was in so I went to magnetic island and my plan was again I was by myself so my plan was to take the ferry over and there was a bus that would kind of go around the island and I think I was just going to spend the day there I think so Magnetic Island connected to Townsville so I booked a hostel in Townsville which I think I had to walk like 20 I I walked like 20-ish minutes to with my big backpack so that's you know a lot of work my backpack and then I ended up collecting a couple other bags so by that point I had a lot of bags so I stayed at this cute hostel in Townsville. It was like 18 bucks a night. Um, like a little family owned one. My only complaint was that the guys in my room were, they did construction. And they left their shoes in the room and it smelled like cheesy feet. So um, don't let people leave their cheesy smelling work boots in your room. That's, that's a no-go. But essentially, I met a girl on the bus going there, and she was staying at a different hostel. And on the bus, we were, like, both chatting that we were just going to go to Magnetic Island and, like, take the bus. Because we, I was too young to rent a car, and she didn't drive. So we were like, oh, let's go together. Like, we'll meet up at the ferry at this time. Um, whatever. So, great. I had a friend to go with. And then at my hostel, these two girls from Scotland, Scotland? Yeah, Scotland, were checking at the same time as me. And I think we ended up, they ended up just putting us in the same room. A quick side note, I also ran into these, the two Scottish girls a bunch of times on the East Coast. We ended up booking the same Fraser Island trip, which was crazy because there's so many different kinds. And then we booked the same 
one on the same day and we stay at the hostel um that the trip left from together and then i also ran into them in brisbane they got there before me and i was checking into my hostel and i saw them in the lobby and we were just like looked at each other and we just laughed and we're like again we just kept bumping into each other and it was just the weirdest thing but then that's the last time i saw them and yeah just a quick side note about how crazy timing is and yeah we went back to our hostels we spent the whole day there and we were able to drive around in a car and we were able to get everywhere um see everything it was such a cool such a cool experience like Magnetic Island was gorgeous but I don't know the experience of driving around in our little roofless car was just so much fun and it truly is the magic of timing and meeting people like just going with the flow um obviously if you feel like a sign or a feeling in your gut to like say no to things or that that something doesn't feel right to you obviously say no but when it's just like doubt or a little bit of fear of stepping out of your comfort zone say yes just say yes it oh it makes a difference and yeah it was just so much fun i have a video of we briefly stopped at their hostel and they were doing like a parrot feeding thing or was it cockatoo i think i don't remember what kind of bird it was and i had bird food and i swear i had so many birds on me i had like two on my head three in my hand and i was just being like low-key attacked by by birds and it was just so oh it was just so silly such a funny time um another funny quick little funny story on the east coast was when i went to um agnes waters which i think was before no after magnetic or before i think after and agnes waters i stayed at this cute little hostel i don't remember the name but it's very small and very cute they have hammocks everywhere but yeah i took an overnight bus um well, this might have been after. Yeah, this was definitely after Magnetic. It was after Airly, so after my Whit Sundays trip, I believe. So I went to Agnes Waters, and I took the overnight bus. So I got there at, I'm not sure, 6-something in the morning. I barely slept on the, on the way. I had just eaten Oreos, so I hadn't eaten, a, like, the only thing I'd eaten for the past while was Oreos. So I got there, and... As soon as I got there in the lobby, they were, um, the hostel I went at would do surfing trips. And they're like, yeah, like, we're heading out soon, um, for a surfing trip. Do you want to go? I had no plans that day. I think I was just there for one night, and I was heading out, um, in the maybe morning the next day. And I had no plans. I didn't know anyone. And I was like, sure, I'll go surfing. So it was, like, 7 a.m., I went surfing. We had to walk down this trail, maybe 20 minutes, which isn't that long, but we're carrying these giant surfboards. Um, the way down, honestly, not too bad. The way back? <gasps> Girl, I, <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to make it. Like, my fingers were, like, hurting from the surfboard. I was exhausted from surfing because I gained like 10 pounds in Australia. So 
I was out of shape. I had fun surfing, but like kind of stood up. Yeah, it was just a very interesting go with the flow experience. Would I recommend surfing at 7am after an overnight bus? Probably not. But hey, you know, I said yes and we went with it. That was that was a silly one. Um yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of random stuff like that that happened. Yeah, I had a really good time on Fraser Island was a bop. It was definitely a party time, but I met one of well, I haven't talked to her in a while, but I guess I'll end with this story. There's some like funny stuff that happened, but it's a lot of funny, like drunk stories and I don't know. There's yeah. I don't really, don't really want to talk about that, but um the last story I'm gonna end off with is how I met one of my friends and I met her and talked to her for maybe 38 minutes to an hour maybe and it's because we were both like we were both sober so the night before I had gotten very 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 drunk and the next day I felt really terrible um I was able to manage but I felt so terrible and just the smell of alcohol made me want to vomit so I did not drink the next night and everyone was drinking um but my friend Fiona who I ended up meeting she um was also not drinking I just think she didn't really drink um and so we were by the fire we talked for maybe like 40-ish minutes because it was later in the night and then I didn't talk to her really since I think we exchanged Facebook and stuff, but we had some really good life talks, um, about our traveling, and we just really hit it off. I ended up going to Germany to visit, um, I went to Spain, um, I guess the summer after Australia, to visit my friend who I met in high school, and I also ended up going to see, um, my good group of German friends, because, like, Germany and Spain are so close, and I thought, why the heck not, and I ended up staying with I messaged this girl. I literally met her for like 30, 40 minutes and I ended up staying with her and we just got to know each other so much more and we had such a good time. I ended up staying with her for like two or three nights in Caen, I think it was. And yeah, it was such a good experience and yeah, I think another one, like I I talked about how the people you meet um, make the trip, but also connections you make carry outside of your travels like they will carry on for years and years um sometimes they're people you talk with a lot sometimes there's people you don't talk with that often like I have a friend um my friend I met in Australia who was in our room she's from Korea and she's actually coming to work in Canada um I think like this month um she'll be in, in further away from me but still like that's just so exciting and we don't talk all the time um every once in a while we'll we'll message each other but yeah it's it's just so there's have so many cute little stories of different fun people I met and yeah even if they're people I don't talk to anymore it's they're really good memories to have and they're definitely not really exciting ones that if they were ones that you really had to be there for and they're also a bit personal because they're about other people but yeah, I just, I really treasured the people I met, and I don't know what I would have done if the people 
I met weren't there. Truly, truly divine timing. Truly. I think I've been rambling for a while. Um, I think I'm going to end it off here. I really enjoyed chatting about this. I do want to do another one, maybe with... Okay, we're going to see if we can get... Rebecca, if you listen to this, I want you to text me after you listen to this episode and say if you'll be on my podcast or not because I really want to do an episode sharing travel stories with you. And I have one that we can definitely share together that you know what it is. It's the Halloween one. So um, if you guys want to hear the Halloween one, (laughs) message me or... um, Well, I guess I don't have Instagram anymore. But if you know me, message me and... If not, you know, maybe leave it in the review or the rating. (laughs) If you want to leave a review or rating on Apple Podcast, um, I would love that. But yeah, so I would love to do another episode with Rebecca sharing some stories we have together as well as our separate um, other travels too. I think would just be really fun. Um, Maybe some sillier stories, but yeah, I'm going to wrap it up here. Let me know what you think of the episode. I really recommend going traveling. Um, hopefully this maybe sparked some travel ideas in your mind. Australia is amazing. <laughs> um, obviously, I'm not sure like situations with um, COVID and everything. So I definitely would look into that. Like, again, like I'm not planning on traveling at the moment. So I'm not sure what the restrictions and situations are in other places. With that said, I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your day or week. Um, I truly appreciate you listening to this podcast, and I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, I do these mostly for me, but I also hope that you get something out of them too. With that said, I'm just going to blast them out of here. I will talk to you soon. I'll see you in the next episode. Love you lots. Bye. (laughs) Bye.